This is the LexisNexis California Legal News Podcast. Litigation news stories from recent issues of LexisNexis Mealies, current and targeted legal news and litigation reports. LexisNexis Legal News California, nominee in the ABA Journal Blog 100. The best legal blogs as selected by the ABA Journal's editors. The First District California Court of Appeal, June 3rd, held that the U.S. Navy should have been listed as a liable party on a verdict form in an asbestos case. The appeals court found that the sovereign immunity stems not from an absolute lack of duty, but from a public policy decision to exclude it from the tort system. The court held that the Navy is indisputably immune from liability under the Federal Tort Claims Act. The court said it agreed, though, that the Navy's immunity is essentially one from suit and does not mean the service owes no duty of care as to its enlisted personnel and civilian employers and thus cannot be characterized as a tortfeasor for purposes of Prop 51. The court concluded the Navy is properly included among those entities to which fault may be apportioned in an asbestos case. Affirming dismissal of unfair competition law claims, the Ninth Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals June 3rd held that a woman failed to allege how she relied upon or was injured by any misrepresentations about the quality of drugs she purchased or the laws the alleged conduct violated. The lawsuit against activists and McCasin Corporation alleged they manufactured and distributed more than 100 drugs that were later found not to meet Federal Food and Drug Administration standards. The Northern District of California dismissed the complaint for failure to state a claim. The Ninth Circuit held the plaintiff failed to allege damages and has not pleaded that any injuries consumers suffered were not outweighed by the benefits of the practice. Noting that a proposed political sign exceeded a content-neutral provision of a local ordinance, a Northern District of California court ruled in favor of the city of San Carlos, finding its denial of a sign application did not violate the applicant's right to free speech. The court found the city's size and height restrictions are content neutral. It said the city did not violate the plaintiff's First Amendment rights because it was entitled to deny the permit application on the grounds that the proposed poll sign exceeded the city's valid time, place, and manner restrictions on the size of such signs. A federal judge in Sacramento June 4th refused to enjoin City Mortgage from evicting a man from his home after finding he's unable to allege that he can repay the principal balance remaining on the loan and because it was unlikely that he would succeed on the merits of his lawsuit accusing the loan servicer of never fulfilling its promise of modifying his loan. The judge noted that although eviction is an irreparable harm, the balance of equities and public interest do not weigh in favor of granting the man's request for a preliminary injunction. LexisNexis Mealy's Discovery Editor Shane Dilworth reports a California federal judge has ruled that a woman pursuing a sexual discrimination class action lawsuit against Citigroup Global Markets doing business as Smith Barney can have access to contact information for bank-based female financial advisors who work in the Northern California region that encompasses the area where the plaintiff worked. Northern District of California Judge Elizabeth Laporte denied Leah Bullen's request for information for all 77 bank-based female financial advisors who work for Smith Barney in California after finding that she failed to make a showing that there's an overarching policy or decision-maker regarding bank branch assignments that would justify statewide discovery. According to Bullen, area investment managers have the discretion to distribute branch assignments 
and the bank's practice is to distribute branch assignments to mail bank-based financial advisors in numbers disproportionate to those distributed to similarly situated female bank-based advisors. Judge Laporte held that although there is a split of authority as to whether pre-certification discovery of identifying information for potential class members is permissible, the weight of authority allows the discovery of such information. However, the judge ruled that the information supplied to Bullen should be limited to the region where she worked because she did not establish that there was one area investment manager who made branch assignments for the entire state. For LexisNexis Legal News, I'm Mealy's Discovery Report Editor, Shane DeWorth. Amanda's filed a lawsuit in California federal court claiming Square Enix's Final Fantasy 13 game devastates Sony's PlayStation 3 game console, rendering it a brick. Daniel Wolf alleges the parties blame each other and have failed to adequately remedy the situation. Wolf alleges that despite being advertised as compatible, the two products, when used together, cause a substantial threat that a consumer's PS3 system will crash and become totally inoperable. Wolf says the problem is known as bricking, which refers to the notion that after a Final Fantasy XIII disc destroys a PS3, the PS3's only remaining use is as a brick or a paperweight. Wolf claims both Sony and Square Enix have been deluged with complaints about the problem, as well as in-game freezing that renders the game worthless even if it doesn't brick the system. Actor Dennis Quaid in late May sued Baxter Healthcare Corporation in a California state court, alleging the company's failure to differentiate full-strength heparin from a diluted version resulted in his infants being injured in 2007. According to the complaint, Baxter sold vials of 10,000 units per milliliter of heparin sodium and vials of 10 units per milliliter of Heplock to Cedar sinai Medical Center. Heparin is an anticoagulant or blood thinner used to prevent blood clots. Heplock is diluted heparin used to prevent clots in intravenous ports, often called a heparin flush. Quaid says the vials were similar in size, color, and appearance with no distinguishing markings. After Quaid's twin newborns were hospitalized in Cedar sinai for staph infections, Quaid says instead of using Heplock to flush the intravenous lines, heparin was used. As a result, the newborn suffered severe and life-threatening reactions, internal injuries, and shock, which may be permanent. In 2007, Quaid and his wife sued Cedar sinai for medical malpractice. That case reportedly settled. The Ninth Circuit on May 19th affirmed a federal district court's dismissal of a cardholder lawsuit alleging that Wells Fargo and Company violated state and federal law by refusing to deal with the cardholder. Wells Fargo issued a couple a consumer credit card, then they arranged to have an additional card issued to a third person who disputed purchases made with the card. The circuit court said credit card companies need to resolve purchase disputes only with individuals who obtain a credit card and not anyone the individual may provide a card to for use. An author has filed suit in federal court in Los Angeles alleging Random House has infringed the Love is the Best Medicine trademark, which has been in use for a series of self-help books since 2001. Donald Dibel claims he's used that term for almost a decade and that in 2002 he was awarded a trademark for it. Despite this, Dibel claims Random House and Dr. Nick Trout began selling Love is the Best Medicine, what two dogs taught one veterinarian about hope, humility, and everyday miracles. Dibel alleges Trout's work sells in the same venues as his own and targets the same self-help and inspiration audience as his best medicine books. As a result, Trout's use of the term, love is the best medicine, in his title, is likely to cause confusion, Dibel alleges. Visit the LexisNexis store for all your legal book and software needs.
The store offers thousands of titles to help you in the practice of law and in managing the business of your legal practice. You can reach our e-commerce site by clicking on the Store tab at the top of the LexisNexis homepage or by going to LexisNexis.com store. For further information on these and other California cases, visit LexisNexis.com slash Mealy's. LexisNexis Legal News California, written by the editors of Mealy Publications, current and targeted legal news and litigation reports. The LexisNexis California Legal News Podcast, copyright 2010 by LexisNexis, a division of Reed Elsevier Incorporated. LexisNexis, total practice solutions. I'm Steve Bursler. Thank you for listening.